0: One week down. Here we go, week two. And boy, were there some casualties. It just seems like it just continues and continues with injuries. I was talking about my matchup, man. Oh, come on now. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Chambers. I am Ed. We have Dennis, per Good usual. Evening, huh? And uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna get right into it. We're gonna cover our league. We're gonna cover last week's matchups. We're gonna cover some news notes. We're gonna cover injuries, and yeah, a little bit of everything. So, thanks for joining us as usual. So, yeah, we're gonna kick it right off, and let's get into let's let's talk about last week's matchups. I mean, right off the bat, seems like a good thing to cover. What uh, what do you want to get into first? Who whose matchup here? Because we had some great ones. There was some great matchups last week.
1: I'd say let's roll with um let's roll right.
0: We'll just start right at the top. Okay. You want to
1: lead, lead this one away
0: and go. Well, for my it. my top's going to be a little different than your top. Cause, ah, uh that's right.
1: Okay, so we'll go. We'll at the top. It, it'll be my matchup. It's uh Brady's your daddy versus the big blue line.
0: I think this had the Some, biggest disparity in points during the week, right?
1: Yeah, this was this was your team pick here on what you thought was a great draft, which it still is a great draft. I still so.
0: I still think it was a great draft.
1: You're gonna have people that overachieve, underachieve. It's week one. This is what's that's what makes week one so great. You just don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. I mean you look at your team. Everybody, everybody minus Derrick Henry was pretty much up to snuff. And then, I mean you look at you look at Phil's team there. And then I'm sorry, uh, you look at Dave's team, Dave G. And uh, yeah, I mean
1: <laughs> unfortunately,
0: <laughs> you know I mean Kirk Cousins. Had a great game. Yeah, Gold, Golden Tate had a great game. Todd Gurley did what Todd Gurley does. Right. But, again, Amari Cooper, We everybody talked about it going into this season. Is, this is the bounce back year. Michael Crabtree's gone. He's going to be the focus of the offense. Did not happen. It right. just did not happen.
1: And now you see Oakland's most latest sign. They so brought back Marty
0: B. So Martavis Bryant This is a the guy they say back.
1: goodbye to. Off the team for the year. And I give him a one year deal. Yeah, That's so not it's not a good thing.
0: No, no, it's definitely not. So I, yeah, I, I don't it, see how you can start Amari Cooper with any amount of confidence, but
1: he's a question mark right now, anyway. The, and then the and, biggest and, <clears> disappointment for sure is that New Orleans defense giving up forty eight points to a backup.
0: Oh oh Fitzmagic. Oh my god. You know.
1: I, I watched that game in amazement, like, is this really happening right now? New Orleans opening up at home to that.
0: Well, it's either Fitz magic or Fitz tragic, and you had the magic. It was the magic. All was... I can say is, if you're plugging Fitzpatrick in as your QB this week, then you know, good luck to you. You don't know I, what you're gonna get. You don't. But I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked against uh, Lattimore and that New Orleans defense. I mean, I, I don't. I don't understand how that even happened. But you know what? It, it happens week one. That's why we always say it is so tough in fantasy week one. You don't know what's you gonna don't. happen, but. Back to the matchup on, on Dave's end. So, Devonta Freeman disappointed with only eight points, but he got injured. Right. I mean, he got injured. We'll get into that in a little bit when we cover injuries. Uh, Evan Ingram, again, disappointing. Not what you're hoping out of him, but by and large, as you're going to see as we go through, tight ends disappointed big time this week. Right. Every tight end, if, if you didn't have Gronk and you didn't have George Kittle, I mean, it was, it was a pretty— A lot of average, um, lot of average yeah. play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was just, it was not not good at all. Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed actually had a good game too, but. uh, Royce Freeman did okay, and again, New Orleans defense. So, again, looking at his bench, that's what's so sad about this. He left a A lot of points on the bench here. Yes, he did. I mean, Phillip Rivers putting up a 40, which more than double what Kirk Cousins put up. He had Mike Evans sitting with a 30 on his bench, and Randall Cobb with a 32 so again start sit decisions are so tough week one because you don't know what you have yet until you have some data behind it and you know if he had swapped a few of those around it probably would have been a closer game
1: you know another thing i want to chime in on real quickly this is why for me i always have a real difficult time when it comes to drafting two very playable quarterbacks I know we'll get into trade talks a little later. You'll see why I moved one, but this is a living example right in this matchup. Nothing is more crazy than seeing a forty on the bench and a twenty five in your lineup and being stuck every week from week to week on who do you start. So a big reason why I pushed so hard to make one disappear. Unfortunately he lived on the edge. And yeah, and I mean you can always you can pick just up that
0: and when he has when when your main QB has a bad matchup, you can pick somebody else up and stream which you may have to do this week, not out of a bad matchup, but out of necessity with an injury, but we'll get into that. So on your end, what are we looking at
1: in regards to my team in general?
0: Yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody minus Derek Um, Henry performed.
1: Julio Jones was fantastic. That guy is still allergic to the end zone. I'm hoping that's going to change. We come out with week one, you know, you have 11 catches for 170 yards and you don't get into the end zone is crazy to me, but the entire Atlanta offense was allergic to the end zone in that game. Yep. Um, Aaron Rodgers going down on the first half. What a game that was. I chuckled a little bit. I was like, thank God I have Tom Brady as my backup because he's shaking his head on the cart as it's leaving. After coming out of that tent, you're thinking
0: season ending, right? Dude, did you see his interview after the game? I didn't. I don't know what he's getting, but I want some of those. Yeah. Oh, he was... He was pretty drugged up,
1: and he was saying that he doesn't take any pain pills and that he didn't take anything for that oh, injury because he
0: doesn't believe in them. Yeah, watch that interview. <laughs> he may he may be rethinking his uh, stance on that because uh, he was. Uh, <laughs> I think he thought he was talking to a unicorn when he was doing that yeah. interview.
1: I was very pleased with Melvin Gordon's performance as my number one draft pick. He had a great game. He's uh, money. In Melvin a loss, Gordon's money in a tough uh, in, a, in a tough loss against Kansas City divisional game. Oh, we're um, we're
0: going to talk Kansas City in a little bit.
1: Uh, Kittles, Kittles and Bits, man. Kittles and Bits, I love. Loving them. Kittles and Bits. Um, I drafted him with the intent that Jimmy G loved him late last year, right? It was uh, was one of his main targets, and he comes out and he gets a lot of targets. Um, you know, two dropped uh, two dropped touchdowns. Should have had a touchdown. Yeah, I think he could have had two. So two dropped touchdowns moving forward. I feel like he's very viable uh, at that position. So all in all, just. I had good performances from just about everyone on my team. Like you said, with, ring, with, so.
0: with again kind of getting early into it, but with some of the injuries, with Delaney Walker and Greg Olson going down, tight end is already a wasteland, and you have people underperforming. There's not, there's not a lot of great stuff out there. Like if you got five points out of your tight end last weekend, you were ecstatic when yeah. you look at the <laughs> when you look at the field. So I mean, it, again, it 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 really just cements the fact that you know Gronk is absolutely in his own tier. Right, when it comes to tight end, he's a freak. If he is a difference maker on your team, and you know some people were lucky to pick him up in the late, mid to late third round this year, which is just insane value.
1: I mean, you've seen him making catches in double coverage. Yeah, it's ridiculous for a tight end. He has hands like a an elite wide receiver, in a body that is just tough to get around and defend. So he really is a freaking agent. Yeah, and the
0: guy slinging him in the ball is not bad.
1: Yeah, he's he's all right.
0: Speaking of which, you got to change your team name.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what that will be. Anybody, anybody want to make a suggestion? I'm, I'm all ears. But to get that Kittles done before Sunday. Bits. Kittles and bits.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, so um, the only other thing of note, again, you had, you had Brady on your bench putting up 25, which was solid. And, yeah, that about sums that matchup up. So let's get into – let's do Larry Legend and the Chiefs. All right, let's do it. So, let's take a look. So, the Chiefs got the nod in this one, the former reigning champ, and, yeah, it was just a, again, downright domination, and, you know, when you look at, when you look at Larry Legend's team, again, another, really another, just a defense dictating a matchup, you had the Chargers going against Kansas City, so, I, you and I had talked about this, I wasn't crazy about that matchup for the Chargers anyway. Right. But because Kansas City always comes out slinging, but the Chargers have the talent. I mean, they they should be a top five D.
1: Well, part of the things for them, and uh, you know, it's funny. I was talking with somebody today about it, the difference maker in Bosa and Bosa not being in that lineup. He's he not in there. again this week. Exactly. He's still I, so out. I really believe that he really is a huge factor to that Chargers. But defense. they're playing
0: Buffalo this week. <laughs>
1: Welcome to a victory. Yeah, but still, so. Bosa's a huge factor. You saw it. They oh, missed yeah. him. He's you an Did animal. not see the pressure on Mahomes uh, as you thought. You might from that Chargers defense and he picked them apart.
0: So yeah, so we'll talk Mahomes and Tyreek in a little bit, but going right down, uh going right down Larry Legend's team here, Kyle. So did okay. Marvin Jones had a down game only because I mean Kenny Galladay Kenny Galladay looked great.
1: He looked fantastic, great hands, almost Calvin Johnson like with that big tall body.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's something to keep an eye on. I think Jones will bounce will bounce back and get his. I mean, Detroit just had a down game in general but luckily they can't get the running game going they don't have too much going at tight end so they can support up to three star wide receivers between Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, and Golden Tate. I truly believe that. So I think Jones will get his. I mean everybody else had a everybody else had an okay game on his team. I mean he had Jamal Williams in his flex which disappointed, but you know what can you do? Matt Prater only put up 3. Yep. And then again, I mean his bench his bench had some players that absolutely could have changed this. You know, you had a jayi who uh again was your sit of the week. I, I agreed with that. Yeah, good I didn't all right I didn't Thank I, you I very didn't much. feel I didn't feel good with the Nick Foles start. I didn't think a was gonna be that involved. And for the first half of the game he wasn't.
1: Three or four points. You know, in the you first had Darren
0: Sproles, you had Wendell Smallwood, you had they were very involved, and then you had a Jayi they finally wised up and said, This guy looks the best. Let's get on the ball. So yeah, that that was great. Emmanuel Sanders had a monster game, and yeah, yeah, Geronimo Allison. So Kyle has options going into next week, he which does. is nice. He can he can switch things up and kind of bounce back. And looking at looking at Phil's team, the Chiefs, you know, pretty much pretty much everybody performed, uh, minus Greg Olson. At Jimmy tight Graham, end,
1: The two tight ends.
0: Yeah. So he, he actually, believe it or not, he drafted early, um, double stack on tight ends, Greg Olson and Jimmy Graham. You know, we run a full flex in our league. So it's an option. And as we mentioned, tight end was a wasteland this week. They did nothing. Luckily, it didn't hurt him too, too much. I mean, he obviously, he's going to lose Greg Olson for some time, re injured that foot. He doesn't have
1: a problem at tight end. He still has another one on his bench, so he's just fine in that position.
0: Yeah, and ironically, the one on his bench put up the most points, Eifert. So looking at this, I mean, Cam Newton had an okay game. Antonio Brown in those terrible conditions in Cleveland. He's still putting up great points. Adam Thielen had a great game. Again, he's allergic to the red zone, but he's going to get those touches and a full PPR is great. Christian McCaffrey, okay game. You're going to see McCaffrey start going off now. Now we'll that Greg see. Olson is injured, I he's, guarantee you, we saw
1: we saw Cam Newton steal a touchdown from him. And
0: and the second guy to keep in the back of your mind, if you're in a league trying to make a trade, and you need wide receiver help. Target Devin Funchess. Last year when Olson went down, you know Funchess went up by five to six points per average per game. So keep an eye on Funchess. He's a guy I liked a lot last year. And Justin Tucker did what he does. He put up good points and the Philly D was solid. So all in all, Phil with the win, the reigning champ, wanna know. Kyle, better luck next week. So moving on, I'll let you choose this one. What do you where do you want to go here?
1: All right, we'll go to our Meme machine and Rocky Balboa.
0: I love it. Yeah, I love it. So both both of these teams actually had pretty good weeks.
1: It's tough to score above your projection and lose.
0: The only problem is one of these teams had Tyreek Hill which was half of the half of the stack. Anybody out there if you had the Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill stack, congratulations. I mean, they they alone won you the week.
1: I'd like to see if somebody didn't win with that stack.
0: Yeah, yeah, actually, that's <clears throat> yeah. So, looking at looking at Dave's team, again Russell Wilson had a fine start. Hopkins had a down game, but most of the Houston, most of the Houston offense did. Um, New England defense, I thought, looked great. They did. They were aggressive. You know, they did, they did a nice job. You know, Deshaun Watson. I don't know if he was just rusty or whatever, but he he didn't look decisive in the pocket. But I, that a lot of that could have been with New England. I mean, sophomore
1: jinx, Eddie. Yeah,
0: it it could be. I mean, the D look good. I mean, honestly, I thought the best player on the team in that game was Lamar Miller. He actually looked decent
1: in the second half. He did. First half, they did a good job, kind of stuffing him.
0: Yeah, but he got his. Brandon Cooks solid. Fournette, Fournette's somebody good to keep an eye on. They're saying that. I guess he's having issues again. It's a lower body injury. What is it? Is it a? It's a hamstring. It, is it a hammy? It's a hammy. Yeah. So his hammy's acting up. He's still day to day. He actually just came out today, and said that it's going to be a game time decision. Whether he can go or not. So never if you're, good when the player yeah, himself is saying something. If you like if that. you're a Fournette owner, you need to go get TJ Yeldon. If you already didn't do it off of waivers, you know, try to get your hands on him because he got a cuff. Deion Lewis, great game. Again, much more involved in Derrick Henry. Jack Doyle, again, was one of the few tight ends that actually put up okay points. Tyreek, that goes <laughs> that goes without saying. Tyreek had an amazing game. Goskowski, Jacksonville D, which can never go wrong. Bench, nothing really went on, nothing which means area. he he made all the right start sits. So yeah, Dave, Dave had a dominating, dominating week. And going to Rocky Balboa and Nick, I mean, he still had a great week. It was not a bad week at all. He still, I mean, most most weeks, that's enough points to get you a win. It just this just wasn't one of them. And looking at his team. You know, he gave the Red Rocket Andy Dalton a start, which you he was actually your start of the week last week. He did fine.
1: He did absolutely fine.
0: He did fine. I mean, he didn't he didn't break your week. He was still a top twelve quarterback. So, you know, that's not much if and arguably he went undrafted. You know, he was a streamer, so that's fine. Larry Fitzgerald, Demarius Thomas, you know, Marshawn Lynch. They all they all did fine. Chris Thompson and I mean, this is the meat of his this is the meat of his team right here. Chris Thompson had a great game. He looks fantastic. He's just got to stay healthy. And obviously, Gronk in the tight end slot is just an animal. He's just not even right what this guy's doing week in and week out.
1: If he stays healthy, this is what you ex- should expect.
0: And, you know, he had Amandola in the flex. Nothing to, write, nothing to write home about there.
1: Questionable call right there, my friend.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And, you know, I can see. But looking at his team, who does he play? So I, I, I'm I'm actually surprised he didn't start good one. You know I, I would have thought he would have started good one in his flex. It was the right call.
1: It ended up being the right
0: call with the injury, but um, obviously he has Le'Veon Bell on his bench, which isn't doing much. We'll get into that in a little bit. Will Fuller hopefully he's back this week. Uh, Adrian Peterson, great game. Surprise, he ran real hard. Great game. It, I mean he looks to be he looks to be the lead back in Washington, which is awesome, but. It always, with him, at the age he's at is how long can he keep doing that? Sure. And he can very quickly get game scripted out if they're trying to come from behind, and it turns into the Chris Thompson show. Right. So, yeah, that covers that matchup.
1: Amazingly enough in that matchup, Rocky decides to bench Jimmy Garoppolo and Marquise Goodwin, two plays that people are really big on. And it both was both those decisions were good decisions. Well, so that's that's what that's I unreal.
0: like. That's what I like about how Nick plays. That's how Nick drafts. Like he he said he 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 does everything with his heart, and he pretty much says, you know what, I'm gonna roll with what I feel like rolling with. It may not be consensus, but you know what? Sometimes it, be. sometimes it pays off. If sometimes you've got it. if you've got a gut feeling, sometimes you gotta go with it. All right, so let's move on to uh, the big cap and the nature boy. So another very big week from the big cap. And this is, again, this is a matchup that, in a regular week, both teams scored pretty darn well. Could have gone either way. It's just, again, Johnny had half of that Tyreek Hill, and he had Pat Mahomes. Right. Fantastic week. And I say that, but look at the guy right across from him, on Nature Boy Paul's team, Drew Brees, who had an even better week. So both of their quarterbacks were fantastic. Really one of the, the the big difference makers on John's team here. He had Michael Thomas putting up awesome points. Diggs had an okay game. Saquon did nothing until he got really that one run. Early in that game. Then he finally cracked off that one run, which I mean he's going to do.
1: He's gonna be fine. That Giants was up that Giants team was up against the Jacksonville defense. Probably the best defense in the NFL. So um, I wouldn't be too worried in that position you know, with that player at all.
0: So <clears throat> Kenny and Drake had an okay game. The problem with Kenny and Drake, the problem with Miami in general is it's just still running back by committee. Drake is by far the most talented back there. For whatever reason, they're keeping Frank Gore involved.
1: Frank Gore out touched him. It was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't know why, but um and then sad news tight end slot, Delaney Walker, who looked he looked great. Up until the injury, it's you know he was. One. He's done. He's yep. done for the year. Bad ankle injury. So unfortunately, John, you gotta get a scramble. Try to find a tight end elsewhere.
1: Give me a call.
0: <laughs> uh, Juju in the flex, which absolutely fantastic. Putting up terrific points. Denver D fine. Looking at his bench, yeah, nothing, nothing too notable there. Cooper Cup had a pretty good game. And then going over to the Nature Boy, Paul again. Drew Brees, stellar game, just fantastic. Odell did what Odell does, put up great numbers. Landry, solid numbers in a full PPR league. Kareem Hunt disappointed big time. Yeah,
1: this is kind of where um, the Nature Boy lost this matchup. Unfortunately, his running backs and just about all of them, with you know, you you play Kareem Hunt, Lashawn McCoy, Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller get you eleven point nine points. Not you'll take great, that,
0: not bad. You'll take that in your flex, though. If you're flexing him in, I'll take I'll take over ten points out of my yeah. flex. But you
1: can't be happy when that's your number one performer amongst the three backs you pay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, um, again, a little you're, a little disappointing there this week. But look for those guys to rebound for sure.
0: Huntle back. Hunt, Hunt's gonna bounce back. It's just this whole game was the Mahomes and Tyreek Kill show. It definitely he was. He was just airing the ball out and. You know, it's gonna they're gonna get theirs. Kareem Hunt and Travis Kelsey are too talented not to get theirs.
1: A lot of talent on that Kansas City offense.
0: And I mean, one person on his team that does make me nervous is Kyle Rudolph. Now, again, he put up eight points. You say, Okay, yeah, that's that's not bad. That's pretty good. He was only targeted twice the entire game with one reception, which luckily for him was a touchdown. Right. So you know, we talk about Kirk Cousins a lot, loving the tight end, this and that. He did not target Jordan. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm thinking old Kirk Cousins yeah. with Jordan Reed. Yeah. He did this, not. Yeah. He did not target Kyle Rudolph that much at all. It was all Adam Thielen with some Stefan Diggs thrown in. So, something to keep an eye on. If he can't, if he's not getting the targets week in and week out, you're gonna have to probably look elsewhere. And. Yeah, tying it off with the New England D, which was serviceable. I mean, they did fine. And Mason Crosby, again, Green Bay, you're going to be fine. And really only notable thing on the bench, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills had a game.
1: He had a great game.
0: That What an upset that was, too, Miami beating Tennessee. I, I was surprised with that one.
1: Miami so, at home? I don't know. I I think that was kind of a coin flip for me looking at that game.
0: So that that pretty much ties that game off. So we got the big cap getting the win there, which brings us to the last game which was my match, The Dark Knight versus newcomer Girlie's Gone Wild with Liz getting the win. Liz, congrats.
1: Congrats Liz.
0: And yeah, I mean looking looking at our teams, it was again, it was a pretty pretty even matchup going into it with projections. Uh, One of the things that killed me, and I'm sure it hurt a lot of people, I started Doug Baldwin, who put up a zero. Unfortunately, he has a MCL sprain, which we'll get into in a little bit. He's going to miss some time, probably a few weeks. But when your wide receiver, two, is giving you a zero, it's definitely going to hurt your odds. And Alex Collins also kind of killed me a little bit, too. He he was more so game-scripted out, though. The problem... The problem was, Buffalo is so bad. Baltimore went up by so much so quickly. Right. They and you know and Collins did have the fumble. I right. know he did have the fumble, which hurt it. But it, you know it. They, they took him out. I think more so because they're playing Thursday night, well, and they know they're going to need
1: running him. back is scoring touchdowns. That's
0: that kind of dictates how well that game went. Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Kenneth Dixon's done. I saw that he's today. done for the year. So Alex Collins Stock went way up. It uh, definitely as, should go up as well as Buck Allen. Buck Allen was involved, so he's somebody. If you're looking for running back help, check out Javorius Allen.
1: He's a he's a decent stash, I think.
0: So going back, Keenan Allen played well. Derek John, yeah, Derek, David Johnson, David Johnson did okay. Uh, the only thing that's worrying me is Arizona did not look good at all, and
1: Sam Bradford. Yeah, oh no.
0: Yeah, so I think it's a matter of time until Josh Rosen finally gets a start. I think when that starts to happen, I mean, I think Rosen's talented. It's just a matter of can he come in and command that offense. And it's it's not even if, it's when, because you and I know Sam Bradford has made a glass. He's not going to last. So we'll have to see how that affects that entire team. But I'm not concerned with David Johnson. He's, he's a premier talent in the league. He's always going to get his. And Baltimore D., Baltimore D was great shutting down Buffalo. So I think that's going to be consistent all year. If you're, if you want to stream defenses, just go for whoever's playing Buffalo. And looking at Liz's team, similar quarterback situation. You know, I had Matt Stafford start. He did not impress. She started Deshaun Watson, which everybody said was going to have an amazing year uh, based off of last year. And he started out slow. Uh, New England just absolutely shut him down. And we'll have to see what he does going forward, but I I think I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. It could have been jitters. It could have just been the New England D. Who the heck knows? Uh, Devontae Adams had a great game. I mean, Joe Mixon, fantastic game, absolutely fantastic. Looked great for the Bengals. So if they keep giving him the ball, he's going to keep putting up a lot of points. He's too talented not to. Uh, really, the, I mean, looking at her team, the biggest the biggest thing was Camara. I mean, Alvin Kamara was just. Monster, an absolute <laughs> monster this week. In any kind of PPR league, he was just even non PPR. I mean, he was still putting up stupid points. But if you're any kind of half or full PPR, he probably won you your week.
1: Well, I mean, he had rushing touchdowns and then 100 yards receiving. So I mean, that's all you need to know about that you matchup. Know,
0: a lot, of, a lot of people that were. It's it's funny because a lot of people made the same comments about uh, both both Alvin Kamara. And um and Tyreek Hill. The fact that they're you know, the the opportunity was so low compared to the, the output they were getting. But if you look at if you look at both of them, they're game breakers. They've got the speed and the talent that they don't need they don't need as many touches as the other guy because they're in that one percentile in the NFL that they're they're just that much better than everyone else everyone else at the position with how they with how they operate. So yeah, I I think even when Ingram comes back, I think Kamara is still going to keep doing what he's doing. You agree, disagree?
1: I agree. He's going to be something special.
0: And she also had... Really, the only other thing I've known, she started Kelsey, who, again, Kelsey did nothing. Absolutely nothing in this game, but he, he really didn't have to. He really didn't have to. It was all Mahomes and Tyreek the whole game. So... One more thing with Kansas City. Spencer Ware was actually pretty involved too.
1: Which you expect, you expect him to. Spencer Ware was just a casualty of an injury last year, and Hunt obviously benefited from it and got to show and you know, kind of showcase his skill set. But let's not forget, last year, Spencer Ware was slated as the number one running back on that offense. So yep. you can't expect that he was just going to completely disappear. Hey,
0: Kyle drafted him that way. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Kyle. Um but no, truthfully, you couldn't expect that they were just going to not uh, find a way to get him involved into this offense. I expect it to be a little bit of a uh, split, really, until one really defines himself to be the leader of that. Hunt's, of Hunt's, that back. Hunt's
0: a talent there, though. I, I,
1: you would think so, but we'll see. Hunt, you know, sophomore jinx, you know, possibly. You, you just don't know. Um, I, we'll see. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll see. So that pretty much that pretty much closes out the matchup. So a bunch of close games. Everybody, uh, I think, going into this this following week here, everyone's going to make the adjustments necessary. And speaking of adjustments, we've already seen that through some trades in the league, which is great. I love the you activity. Lo- early, you love you love to see the activity. And let's take a few looks. And I mean, I know what my trade of the week would be. Okay. It's it's, it's probably, but we'll, we'll go through some of the other ones. I'll see if you agree with me. So we had a trade between uh, the big blue line and Rocky Balboa. So big blue, Li- big blue line traded away Kirk Cousins and ended up getting Adrian Peterson. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, we'll see. I'm surprised um, Kirk Cousins is going for a running back that you know four weeks ago didn't have a football team to play for. So, yeah. um, but it's all about need. So if you are in need of a running back more than you are in a second quarterback, because I don't believe Kirk Cousins is the big blue line's uh, starting QB anyway, um, then you do what you have to do for what's best for your team.
0: Yep, and then we had uh, Nelson Aguilar go for Jared Goff, which, you know, whatever, like you said, filling a need. Uh, one of the bigger trades was T.Y. Hilton and Josh Gordon. So T.Y. Hilton, Josh Gordon as a package, Going for Dalvin Cook and Emmanuel Sanders. So that was an interesting one to me. What a great trade. Who made
1: that trade?
0: Yeah, I want to say <laughs> it was great. I mean, if if it was me in that package, I would much prefer the Dalvin Cook Emmanuel Sanders end. I think Cook looked great in his first game back. I thought they were gonna hold him back a bit. They didn't. Uh Lap Murray wasn't that involved. Right. So I and Sanders looked great. Well, speaking,
1: you know, speaking for a, uh, you know, pot of you know one half of this trade, um, it was a running back need. You know, I didn't really like the idea of giving up T. Y. Hilton. I was very big on T. Y. Hilton, and I still am. Um, but Derek Henry scares me, and I needed some depth at that position, so it was a sacrifice. Does Emmanuel Sanders continue to do what we saw from Week One? I hope so. I mean, but. We'll see. You know, I don't. I, I'm not sure. Casey Keenum is not one of my favorite quarterbacks in the hey, NFL. Casey Keenum's
0: solid though. That's yeah. one of. That's one of the best quarterbacks they've had there in years. I, you know
1: what? I don't disagree with that. But I, we'll see. I yep. mean, he did a good job last year with having two high-profile wide receivers in Minnesota. So here with Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, that's what I'm banking on. I'm banking on, you know, Casey Keenum finding the, uh, you know, having the ability to get Emmanuel Sanders the ball consistently.
0: Yeah. absolutely. So let's get into the uh what I consider to be my trade of the week, which was straight up Tom Brady for Travis Kelsey. Yes. So you were part of this trade. <laughs> I like you the wa- trade. You want to talk about it a bit?
1: Yeah. This was just this was another trade for me um where it was filling a need. Um I was a Tom, I am a Tom Brady slash Aaron Rodgers owner. Um where do you you know I don't want to. I don't like having that being make having to make that decision week in and week out on what quarterback do I start. So, as most of you guys already know, I was trying to sell Tom Brady around Rogers early. Um, I made an uh, attempt at a couple different teams. This was one of the uh, targets for me, trying to improve at the tight end position, and uh, it ended up working out. So yeah, I she think gets Tom Brady and I get and I get Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, you know a lot. Some of that may have been fueled off of Kelsey having such a week, a, a horrible week one. I don't think that's going to be the trend going forward. He's way too talented.
1: Oh, I was trying to buy Lowell for sure.
0: Yeah, he's he's way too talented to keep doing that. So I think he's gonna bounce back. But yeah, we'll have to see. We will have to see.
1: Let's keep those trades going, people. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. So with that, uh, let's get into. Uh, what do you think? News injuries? News. Let's News. go. Alright, so for uh for those of you that drafted Le'Veon Bell. Oh, LeVeon, you're killing us. Is still holding out and there is no sign of him coming back anytime soon. There's actually you know he's he's posted on Instagram, he's, oh, he's out partying at, man. He's out he's at night, he's absolutely living it up. And yeah, I mean we have to keep 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 our keep our ears to the ground on this one, but it's just
1: I don't think it gets any better for Le'Veon Bell. No. Unfortunately for him, and I mean this when I say unfortunately for him. You see James Conner come out and play quite a damn good game. We in mentioned that opener.
0: We mentioned Conner last week before they even played. So he would have been a first round talent. He had cancer. He got treated for it. You know, awesome for him. He came yeah. back healthy, strong. He beat it. Yep. And now he's 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 got the shot he needs.
1: Well, like you know, you know, as I was kind of saying there, um, love you, on Bill. Should have crossed his fingers, and I'm sure he had his fingers crossed, hoping that Connor was going to fall flat on his face so that the team would kind of be begging and praying that Le'Veon Bell would come back. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Nope. If you looked earlier this week, I haven't looked recently, but if you looked earlier this week after that Sunday performance from Connor, Le'Veon Bell wasn't even listed in the... Um,
0: and he's out. He's he's, he's not, not even, even in the depth chart. Not, exactly. Not, not even in on the depth, depth chart. chart.
1: So Pittsburgh's kind of ready to push forward. This could be ugly for a long time.
0: So, so if you're... So, in theory, let's say you're a Lev Bell owner and you don't have James Connor. are you actively are you trying to sell Bell to the to the James Connor owner or vice versa if you have Connor, are you targeting the Lev Bell owner?
1: It's a great question. It's a question that I was going over with with another friend of mine in a different league. He had the opportunity to land Lev Bell because um, to me
0: you got to go you got to go one or the other you yeah. got to go after who has one or the other
1: I can sadly say I'm very glad I don't have to make that decision because someone's going to be right and someone's going to be wrong and I'm just not sure who that's going to be to be honest with you I'm
0: thinking about it in Nate's league are you I've got Connor
1: so we already have the left belt owner in that league that's exactly the league he already said he about. already
0: sent me a trade offer for Connor and it was it was it was, it was it just wasn't there
1: he was he was shopping. We'll just say he was shopping Bell earlier.
0: Yeah. So this I mean, week. I'm I'm now that I know he's shopping him, I may make a make a run at especially him. Especially like if 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 he goes zero two in our league,
1: the price tag is high right now. I've got
0: that, I've got running back depth. I may
1: that offer was Fournette and Levy on Bell deal.
0: So Fournette for Bell straight up. It I was something else a little bit more involved before or after injury.
1: Oh This is no knowing that his hamstring. I mean, he hurt his hamstring on Sunday, so yeah. we know. It's interesting. definitely you know post hamstring injury, but yeah, interesting place to be. Do you do you buy in on Le'Veon Bell and hope he comes back sooner? Do you sell on Le'Veon Bell and uh, just hope that James Conner is your guy for weeks to come? I'm glad that I don't have to make that decision. I want no part of that mess. Yeah,
0: so we'll have to, like we said, we'll. Um, I'm sure we'll be. This is this year's Zeke thing. Yeah, so we'll be talking about this, I'm sure, all season. Uh, we already mentioned Martavis Bryant resigned in Oakland. So if you're an Amari, if you're an Amari Cooper owner, you can't be happy. You selling high? That news. Are, you, are you
1: trying to move Amari Cooper if you're that owner? I will say that I saw an earlier report today that's uh, John Gruden saying we are, Well, I shouldn't say John Gruden, the offensive coordinator for Oakland. Saying, They're going to move him all around. We're going to find and... ways to move him around the offense, and we're going to force. Uh, you know, we're going to force ways to get him the ball more often. But then I see a previous report where John Gruden says. You know, it, it wasn't a good report with John Rudy not sure if he can find ways to get Amari Cooper up for the game. That is a whole other problem itself.
0: Yeah, so once again, I was... We mentioned it when we actually spoke last week about Dave's team because he drafted Cooper, and... I was pretty high on Cooper going into the season. I, I was Crabtree. too. I
1: thought this was going to be a great year under John Gruden. Gruden.
0: If you look at Gruden's past, he traditionally always has a wide receiver one over 1,000 yards every single season. And you know what? Maybe it was just a weird week was, one fluke and he could Let's not panic over one week. It if can. we're going to
1: panic over one week, then let's take those Kareem Hunt owners and let's just get rid of but Kareem I, Hunt I right away.
0: But I can away. 100% say if I was an Amari Cooper owner, he would not be in my lineup week two. You got to bench him and just see what the heck what is he going to happen.
1: Yeah, you just want to be the one to bench him and him put up a 50.
0: So, let's get into injuries a little bit and before we do that, you know, I'm sure we're recording the show on a Thursday, we're uploading on a Thursday. So, that's generally when we get an opportunity to do this. So, we're going to try to do a few times, maybe shoot for some Mondays, maybe Tuesdays where we can talk waivers, we can talk you know, fab, things like things of that nature and who to target. But one thing to always check, see who was dropped. I can't stress this enough. When all these waiver claims go in and everybody's picking up the new hotness, see who they dropped because week one, people are gonna tilt. They're gonna say, Oh I thought this guy was gonna do this, he didn't do it, I gotta drop him. Um, I'll give you one quick example. I'm in another league that somebody actually dropped Doug Baldwin uh for a bag of potato chips. So he's just sitting on waivers right now. Okay. I already put I already put my waiver claim in to pick him up. But, I mean, they're already saying, you know, Doug Baldwin, he might miss, he might miss a few weeks. But if he comes back healthy, it's, it's things like that. I mean, he's a wide receiver one. So, to me, it's like you, you can't, and I understand sometimes you need to make decisions quickly. And you have limited bench space and you got to do what you got to do. But, I mean, to give up on that kind of talent, the kind of draft stock you had to put into that, I mean, you know, you're taking them in most likely the third, fourth round. I think that's way too early to give up on Doug Baldwin.
1: Six weeks, seven weeks, doesn't matter. You stash that guy. You don't throw him away. Anyway, if there's an open spot in that league next year, I'm interested.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, that was just uh, always check the transaction history, see who was dropped because you might be able to pick up a diamond.
1: Don't overreact to any week. Never mind week one, to any week.
0: That's very true. So we'll get into some injuries. Devonta Freeman, he got a knee injury, didn't return to the game. I mean, from what I'm hearing, it's not too serious, but he's yet to practice, which is not good. Which, if you're a Tevin Coleman owner, you know, get ready. Get ready, right. Get ready. And speaking of which, very quickly, if you're a Tevin Coleman owner, are you targeting the Devonta Freeman owner in a trade?
1: I think in a lot of leagues you see a lot of people that are Devontae Freeman owners already targeting,
0: already targeting Tevin Coleman, because um, I'm a Tevin Coleman owner in the other league. I don't have Devonta Freeman. I'm thinking about targeting the Freeman owner.
1: Yeah, I mean I like Tevin Coleman because I feel like he's enough to be an RB three standalone on his own. Um, so I don't know that you can have flex to flex them ch- any given week. Yeah, you don't. I don't know that you have to chase Devonte Freeman. I don't know that I love the idea. I don't know that I love the idea of chasing after Devontae Freeman if I have Tevin Coleman, because like I said, you have the hopes of an injury, but you also have the, you know, the validity to be able to play that guy on his own and, and know that he would be week, just if fine. If week
0: one's any indication, this is a 50-50 split now.
1: It, you know, it was kind of been leading up that way over the last two years.
0: So moving on, Marcus Mariota, elbow injury. He's questionable for week two. From what I'm reading, it, it looks like it looks like he's going to be good to go. Shouldn't be an issue. And that's good news for Corey Davis owners.
1: Yeah, and this is his elbow. I do believe this is his elbow that's not his throwing arm, right? I believe this happened onto his non-throwing arm.
0: Uh, I'd have to double-check that. I, yeah. I don't know if that's accurate. I I think it is his throwing arm. Oh, you arm. think it is his throwing like he had numbness in his hand. Oh, boy. His throwing hand. So, but in any case, it looks like he's going to be able to go, which if you're a Corey Davis owner, especially with Delaney Walker being down, Corey Davis is now 100 percent the de facto number one target on the Titans. So, yeah, good things if you're a Corey Davis owner. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, your boy. He uh, knee injury, yes, knee injury. He's still yet to practice. He's going to be a game time decision. So that's definitely uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I feel like if and he came he, back
1: he, in that game and he played in that game during you know with that injury, it's
0: adrenaline. Yeah. He even said so.
1: I just feel like it's kind of bull. If he's coming you know, why would the team risk him? You know, you already saw the team doctors say that there was no way that he could sustain any more damage um to what was already there. So everything tells me I just he's gonna play. I don't see why he's not going to play. If he came back in that game and played and let his team to a comeback, he'll be there on Sunday.
0: Well something I mean, if you're a Devontae Adams owner, a Randall Cobb owner, it's Something you have to keep keep looking at because well yeah
1: because that backup quarterback's absolutely terrible yeah
0: Deshaun Kaiser not good actually believe it or not Devontae Adams was still okay with him last year but it's no it's no Rogers so never mind Devontae Adams is banged up too well he's Kaiser's there.
1: new this year keep that in mind Kaiser was in Cleveland last year
0: yeah oh yeah absolutely but um I mean I mean with with all the you know the oh back, with the, the backup and yeah with and the, the backup yeah, last the backup year. they had last year was terrible too yeah so. yeah so I mean it's he's he's still been valid with backups. Uh, Leonard Fournette. We kind of touched upon this already. Pulled his hammy. So, unfortunately, he just, he's at the point now where he's injury prone to lower body injuries. He's had foot issues, ankle issues. All the way back through his college issues. days. Yeah, you know, even high school. High school, college, you name it. So, again, if you're a Fournette owner, you've got to get TJ Yeldon. Hopefully, at this point, you already did. If not, try to find a way to get him on your team. And there's a lot
1: of, uh, at this point, late in the week, more difficult, but before... You know, Monday, Tuesday, he was just about available in every league there was.
0: It was, yep. Uh, Greg Olson, again, he re injured that surgically repaired right foot. And it's funny because I read about this injury that he got last year. Yep. Very, very common that players need to get a second surgery after this type of surgery. Yeah. It's upwards of, I think it's like 25, 30% that there's a chance they're going to need the second surgery before it's 100% good. Yeah,
1: he says he's going to wait till the off season for this. For the second surgery here, he's going to try to play through it. I don't know that he's going to be able to. I mean, even if he does play through it, I don't know how much value uh, at that tight end position he's going to uh, to be.
0: Yeah, to me, if you're a Greg, I mean, and even in the preseason, Greg Olson did nothing. I mean, if you're a Greg Olson owner, I think at this point,
1: sell, sell, sell. If you (laughs) even if you can,
0: if you can sell him for anything, if not, I mean, you've got to you've got to look elsewhere. But I will say this 100% bumps up. We mentioned it earlier. Uh, Run CMC, Christian McCaffrey. You're going to see his usage go up even more. We saw it last year. So if you're a Christian McCaffrey owner, hey, good for you. That's awesome. Let's and also again, take Devin a look,
1: Yeah, Let's also take a look at what this rookie Ian Thomas is going to do over the next couple of weeks with an opportunity. I always love seeing a rookie get an opportunity because you just never know. You know, maybe he becomes a big target for Cam, so it'll be interesting to see.
0: So we mentioned earlier on my team, unfortunately, Doug Baldwin yep sprained his MCL. It's gonna be week to week. You know how the Seahawks are. I mean, Pete Carroll. He divulges all the information, yet no information. Right? Exactly. So a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, exactly. So you really, you really just don't know, but. You know, with Doug B being down, I mean, Tyler Lockett and Brandon Marshall's stock just goes way, way up. Yeah. Russell Wilson has to throw the ball to somebody. So, if you're if you need wide receiver help, target one of those two guys. D. Uh, Djax Deshaun Jackson, concussion, a pretty bad concussion actually. Yeah, he's so, still not
1: practicing either.
0: Yeah, so he's still in concussion protocol. Which, I mean, obviously you're going to start Mike Evans regardless, but the one guy that you may want to take a look at it. it's Chris Godwin. Don't forget about those. He's tight a home ends. run. He's a home run hitter too. I mean, don't, Godwin. Don't,
1: don't forget about those home ends and Cameron Brate and some guys that might get more looks with Deshaun Jackson being out of this lineup.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, I mean, the mean the mean I I know where you're coming from with that too. But the problem is Ryan Fitzprat, blah, Ryan Fitzpatrick traditionally does not target his tight ends that much.
1: Well, where did Ryan play last year?
0: Fitzmagic. Yeah.
1: Am I gonna challenge you yet? Okay. He did pretty good last year with his tight end.
0: Did he? He did. Oh oh it's magic. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't I would I would look elsewhere <laughs> if it was me.
1: Cameron Brate, you heard it here.
0: So Marquise Goodwin. He uh suffered a quad injury, second quarter of Sunday's game. So I mean Again, Jimmy G, we knew in the preseason he was one of his favorite targets. The
1: 49 is a falling apart and it's only week 1.
0: Yeah, they are. I mean, it's to me it's it's if you're a we mentioned earlier, uh George Kittle, if yeah. you're a George Kittle owner, right. you're you're ecstatic because he was the de facto number 2 target and he may become the number 1 target now. Right. Uh as well as Dante Pettis.
1: Someone to look at. He's out there in a lot of leagues as well. And the coaches are already stating that he could be in for a big game here, if Goodwin doesn't
0: go. So keeping on the the tight end disaster train, which again it's tough. It this was such a tough week for tight ends, man. Through the injuries, underperforming, it's just not good. But Delaney Walker, he's done. He ankle dislocation, there's ligament damage. So. This could end his career. Unfortunately, a great, great career.
1: It's sad too because they were saying he was so set to have a big year this year. So yeah, sorry Delaney. If you, we don't see him again, that's a great tight end. Yeah, the NFL just lost.
0: That we mentioned earlier. I mean, Corey Davis's stock just went way up. As long as Mariota's healthy, long as Mariota's healthy, and Will Fuller, you know he's he's still he's still nursing that hammy injury. We'll have to see if he comes back. But it's looking like he may. It's looking like he may be back. He's not out of the woods yet, but he's got a much better shot in Week 2. And I think I think it only helps DeAndre Hopkins. When you have Will Fuller out there stretching the field, I mean, it, you, you, you saw it in the Patriots game last week. They were double, triple covering DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, there's
1: not a whole lot to be scared of other than DeAndre Hopkins for that wide receiving group.
0: So... Again, have to keep an eye on that because we all saw what happened last year with Will Fuller, and you know he every other every other catch was a touchdown. I know. <laughs> so between him and Deshaun Watson,
1: hopefully he goes this week.
0: Ah, yeah, we'll see. And then again, just to finish up with some Patriots news, uh, Jeremy Hill, who looked great. He he looked really good in the he preseason. Did. He's done. He's all done. Torn ACL, bummer. So. You know he's gone. They moved Mike Gillisley. Rex Burkhead's banged up. He's back in the concussion protocol. Yeah, Sony, Sony Michelle. Michelle is limited in practice still. still. James, James White. James
1: White. That's right. James White's the guy, and he had a great week one too. He did. He did. So Tom, that is Tom. He is. Um, he is to Tom Brady, what he used to have with another little scat back, um, just somebody that was. Not a huge name, but Tom just loved him. Tell me who it is, Eddie. Putting you on the spot again, I apologize. Mr.
0: Dion Lewis.
1: yeah, I mean, really. he is Dion Lewis before Dion Lewis became Dion Lewis. Yeah, I could just see it a little un, a little unknown. You know they signed him to a, a contract for not a ton of money to keep him there in New England. and he is just so reliable.
0: yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's something I. A lot of people in fantasy always say, oh, you know, Patriots running backs, don't target them. Well, to me, you can target them when they're this banged up and they've gotten rid of that many backs. There's not many options left. I mean,
1: right now you're healthy back. I think Rex Burkhead will be a go, but it's going to be Rex Burkhead and James White. How could you not want to start James White? This is a tough Jacksonville defense. Tom Brady will be looking to check that ball down. He's not checking it down to Rex Burkhead. Let's be honest with ourselves. He
0: might though. I mean Rex He does Rex passes. Right
1: but that's James White. That's what James White does. That yeah. is his bread and butter to this team to get the ball and make a move. Yeah. This could be a huge week for James White.
0: Yeah, I I I definitely agree with that. I think James White could have a very, very good week, especially against that Jacksonville D. So again, we talked about our start sits last week. We're not gonna we're not gonna do any start sits this week. We're gonna do a yeah. bit of research and you know, we kind of had to do this this show a little bit on the fly.
1: Well, our schedule gets a little bit deeper here, too, now that we're underway here. Games are happening. Players are going. We have matchups. We do our best here to try to keep this show about an hour. So it's a little
0: tough. Yeah, yeah. And and I think we did, we did for the most part. We did pretty good last week. I mean, Tyrod Taylor, my start, was a QB1. So if you started Tyrod, he did fine for you. Yeah, same with uh, Andy Dalton. Yep, same with Andy Dalton. Great, great start. I mentioned you know sitting the Alfred Morris Matt Breida combo, which again call. hopefully hopefully you you sat them. Um, very quickly touching on that, I would still potentially look at Morris this week. He seemed to be getting the most usage.
1: He did, uh, which is disappointing to me, by the way. But anyway,
0: yeah. So we'll have to. It's something to keep an eye on. But unfortunately, we are sit, which I I actually agreed with. A that kind of blew up in your face.
1: Jahi, Ajahi, You know, in the first half. They bottled them up. They did a good job. But, you know, a couple of end zone touchdowns, you know, some short run touchdowns for him in the second half, and it ended up turning into a pretty good week. And then you have the coach come on and say, he looked like the best back. We're going to get him more involved. So yeah. moving forward, Ajah, he's no longer on my sit him. I don't know if I'll be able to say sit him again.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's that Philly, you know, that Philly O-line. You know, if you, if you have especially... The issue right now is Nick Foles. Right. I mean, well, on, on, when Wentz, when when Wens gets back, I mean that team is going to be completely different.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought Sproles would take away, you know, take away opportunities in the beginning. He did. The problem being is Darren Sproles finally looked like his age. Unfortunately, yeah. he just couldn't seem to get going. Yeah. And so it and Ajahi amongst the three backs out of Clement, you know, um you know, those three guys, he looked like the one he was the one that was being productive. So as that second half went along, he had more and more opportunities. Those other guys, you know, faded away a bit.
0: All right, so let's let's take a look at our league. Let's take a look at next week's matchups real quickly just to end it. All right. So we got the Dark Knight and Rocky Balboa. We got Brady's Your Daddy and the Chiefs, the reigning champ. We get the big cap and mean machine. We got the nature boy and the big blue line. And Gurley's going wild against Larry Legend. Any of these matches stand out to you, or or what do you think? Any thoughts on these?
1: Well, you know, I hate to um, I mean, I, I like any time you've got two teams that are 0-1 fighting for their first win, that's always an interesting matchup, and that's, you know, the Dark Knight against Rocky Balboa. Um, and then, of course, you've got a couple of 1-0 uh, teams going up against each other. So, yeah, I I think it's really just a bunch of interesting matchups. The Nature Boy and the Big Blue Line, 0-1 teams as well, looking for their first win. And you're looking at the projections, and I know they're just projections. I don't like to put a whole lot of stock in projections. Um, but still, two teams fighting for a one. You don't want to start off your football season 0-2, especially in a, in a fantasy football league that is based with playoffs. Yeah. 0-2 is a tough place to be.
0: Yeah, but it's it's still fine. And, and a lot of people, I, I will say this, if you do go 0-2, 0-3... Trade everyone. No, I'm no. just joking. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of that. Trade them all. <laughs> the opposite of that. Don't treat them to me. Don't panic. Still, stay active. Play the waivers. That's Pick right. up free agents. You can cr- you can claw your way back in.
1: But don't be afraid to make a move, and I honestly yes. mean that. I don't mean just don't be afraid well, to make a move. And sometimes that's, it's good to
0: shake it up. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. You can make a move. Don't make a move afraid though. Right. Don't take sense on the dollar. You still have to do what makes sense for your team, even if you go down. You know, and 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 then there's a you know the three and the four and team offering you pennies on the dollar. You know, you can do better. You can do better. So that's going to close it up. Anything else you want, to, you want to end it with here, Dan?
1: Just everybody have a good week too. Make sure you set your lineups and we'll talk to you next week.
0: All right, adios. Thanks for listening.